In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today is the fourth Sunday uh, of the Holy 50 Days after the Feast of the Resurrection. And today we read about when Christ speaks about being the light of the world. And he speaks about how the light overcomes the darkness. And that the, the darkness cannot exist in the presence of the light. And so Christ, who has authority over the darkness, he comes as a light and he overcomes the darkness with his own light. And he speaks about his commandments and how he has received his authority from the Father. He says in John 12, 49, For I have not spoken of my own authority, but the Father who sent me gave me a command, what I should say and what I should speak. So Christ used his authority to do the will of the Father. Christ also shares with us the same authority that he has, he shares with us. And we'll look and see exactly how in what way Christ gave us the authority. For instance, Christ who is the creator, God who is the creator in the Garden of Eden, he gave Adam and Eve authority and dominion over the earth. So as Christ has authority in him, he shares this authority with us and he delegates his authority to us. Just as the Father delegated his authority to the Son. So the Son is saying, I do the will of the Father. So also we are called to do the will of God in our lives. In what ways does Christ have authority? First way that Christ has authority is in nature. We know of Christ, of the kinds of miracles that he did. For instance, he calmed the winds and the waves. He was able to walk on the water. He cursed the fig tree. We see in the life of Christ in many aspects that he has authority over nature. And we know, of course, that he is the creator who created nature. But he also shares this authority with us, with humanity. In Genesis chapter 1, Then God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it, have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. This is the authority that God has given us, meaning that we are to be good stewards of the earth. We are to be good, good stewards of this place that God has given us, that we do not destroy it, and also we do not destroy our own bodies because we, our bodies, are part of the creation that God has created. So just as Christ has received his authority from the Father, Christ has also given us the authority to, to be good stewards of our own flesh, to be good stewards of the world that God has given us. Christ also has authority over sin. We see in many examples where Christ forgives sin. For instance, when the paralytic man was brought to him by his four friends that lowered him from the roof, the first thing that Christ spoke to him was, he said, your sins are forgiven. Also, when the adulterous woman came to wash his feet with her tears, he offered her the forgiveness of her sins. So Christ has authority over sin, that he is able to bind and to lose sin. He actually also shared this authority with us through the priesthood. In the priesthood, in John chapter 20, it says, And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. This authority that the priests have to bind and to loose sin comes from Christ himself because he is the great high priest who has the authority to bind and loose sin. This is also shared with us as the priests. But it's also shared with all believers because Christ has called us to forgive one another. In Matthew chapter 18, it says, So my heavenly Father also will do to you if each of you from his heart does not forgive his brother his trespasses. We are called to forgive. Just as Christ does, he is also asking us to do the same. And so in all things, when Christ models for us the correct behavior, the correct actions, the correct things that we should do, we follow his example. When he became incarnate on the earth and he walked among us, he gave us an example of everything that we should practice. The way that we should treat one another, the way we should forgive one another, in every way he, he, he models this for us.
Also, Christ has authority over sickness. We see when uh, he healed St. Peter's mother-in-law in Matthew chapter 8. It says, And now when Jesus had come into Peter's house, he saw his wife's mother lying sick with a fever. So he touched her hand, and the fever left her, and she arose and served them. We see other people that he healed, either from leprosy or the man who was born blind. So God has authority. Christ has authority over sickness. He's also given us this authority. How is it that we have authority over sickness? In Matthew chapter 10, it says, And when he had called his twelve disciples to him, he gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease. Where did this authority come from? It came from Christ himself. Christ is the one who has this authority, so he can give it to whoever he pleases. And this can include psychological healing and encouraging others. And it's not just miracles. In, in, in Hebrews chapter 3, we are called to what exhort one another daily. Exhort one another daily. This is a way that we treat the psychological sicknesses of discouragement, of depression, that maybe many of us experience in our lives. We are called to also use this authority that Christ has given us. If I have the joy of Christ in me, then I can share this joy with others who are maybe downtrodden, who are sad, and to lift them up and to bring joy into their hearts. And this is a kind of sickness as well, not just a physical ailment that can only be cured maybe medically. Another way that Christ has authority is he has, Christ, he has authority over evil. We see examples of how Christ was casting out demons, uh, there was a man in the synagogue with an unclean spirit that he cast out the spirit. Demon-possessed man living in the tombs. Many, many places where Christ casts out demons and demonstrates his authority over evil. Again, God has given us the same authority. Christ said, Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. So when we consider ourselves in a spiritual warfare and that we are fighting against the devils that tempt us and seek to bring us low, we remember that Christ is the one who has authority over them and he has shared this authority with us. Again, in every way, Christ shares his authority with us who are his, his children. So we should not feel victims of the devil. We should not feel overwhelmed and overcome by him, but remember that Christ has given us his same authority to trample on them. The same Christ who was able to withstand the temptation of the devil in the desert, we see actually that he shared this authority, for instance, with the, with the saints. We, we read many stories of monks that are able to uh, you know, live in the desert for long periods of time, fasting and in asceticism, and even the devil would appear to them and they would uh, not give in to, to his temptations. How did they do this? They did this because they did it through the authority of Christ that Christ himself modeled for us. How is it we can overcome temptation? And so they were able to do it through his power. Also, specifically during this time of the Holy 50 Days, where we're always thinking about the resurrection of Christ, we see that Christ has authority even over death. In many situations, Christ raised the dead. He raised the son of the widow of Nain during, uh, during his funeral. We read this in Luke chapter 7. It says, Then when he came and touched the open coffin, and those who carried him stood still. And he said, Young man, I say to you, arise. So he who was dead sat up and began to speak, and he presented him to his mother. So no one would have imagined at this time that anyone could have raised this son from the dead. He was already in the funeral. He was already going to be buried. And yet Christ came and he raised him from the dead. He raised the daughter of the ruler. He raised, the lot the, 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 he, he raised Lazarus, who was already in the tomb for several days. And then finally, he raised himself. You know, something about, about Christ having the power to raise himself. 
maybe we can believe and maybe someone can believe that someone who is very powerful, who has authority over death, would be able to raise the dead. Maybe this is something that someone can be convinced of. But for someone to raise himself from the dead, it meant that even when he died, he did not lose his power. That even after his death, he was not weak, but he, would, he remained powerful so that he could actually raise himself. This is the authority of Christ, that he has the authority even over death. How does he share this authority then with us? We participate in his resurrection. When today we had two baptisms, these baptisms always remind us that we are buried with him and that we rise again with him. This is the way that we share in his resurrection. In Romans 6 verse 5 it says, For we have been united together in the likeness of his death. Certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection. So this power of the resurrection is truly present and, and truly alive in us and the church and as believers. And we have to always remember that we are always experiencing the resurrection of Christ. And whenever we go through maybe difficult times and times of darkness where we are suffering, we have to remember that we always are participating in the resurrection of Christ. And just as Christ overcame death, even physical death, that we imagine to be beyond defeat, nothing can, can defeat it, Christ was able to defeat it. So Christ can also defeat death in our own lives and he can give us a spiritual renewal, a spiritual revival and help us to draw closer to him. So what is this authority then that Christ gave and what, it, what authority did he even give his apostles? He gave them the authority to convert the world to Christianity. We read in the Great Commission in Matthew 28, and Jesus came and spoke to them saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. This authority that Christ gave to the apostles that he himself says has been given to him is the authority to go and to make disciples, the authority to go and to convert the world. We see the work of the church, the early church, when the apostles went out into all different parts of the world and they were able to convert the world. Maybe we think nowadays that if we were to try to do this, then we would fail miserably and that we wouldn't be able to do what they did. But it was the power of the Holy Spirit working in them and it was because they completely submitted their will to God that they were able to go and to use this authority that they had been given by Christ in order to do what he commanded them to do. He says, all authority has been given to me. And then he says, go therefore, because of this authority, make disciples of all the nations. I give you this authority. I give you the authority to go and to do what I did. Right? So again, Christ doesn't come on earth simply to wow us with his miracles, simply to show us the amazing things that he can do or the great teachings that he can teach. He comes to model for us what he wants us to do, what he wants us to be the authority that he has given to us. So just as Christ went and he preached and he taught, so he wants us also to go and to preach and to teach and to bring everybody to the knowledge of the truth that Christ is offering to the world. So in every way, we, we share the authority of Christ. So just in summary, we spoke about how we share the authority of Christ first in nature, that just as Christ has authority over nature, so he has given us also to us, that he has given dominion over the world to us as believers. Also, uh, he has authority over sin, and just as Christ is able to forgive sin, so also we should be forgiving sin of one another. Christ actually is the one who, it would have been the most difficult sin for him, most difficult thing for him to forgive, because the sin committed against him was greater than any other sin committed against any other person. And yet he himself was forgiving, and he calls us to forgive others who sin against us. 
Christ has authority over sickness, and he wants us also to, um, to heal one another and to serve one another, to comfort one another, and to bring people to health. He has authority over evil, and he has given us the same authority to resist temptation and to fight against it so we don't fall into it. Also, he has authority over death, and he has granted us resurrection with him. And finally, he has authority to convert the world to the faith, and he has called us also to convert the world. So may God grant us this authority and understanding and realization of this authority that he has given us and not to remain timid in the world, but just as he was bold and went out into the world boldly and declared the faith boldly, that we also go boldly and declare this to the world and that we stand against the wiles of the devil, not feeling that we are victimized by him, but that we are strong and powerful because Christ has given us his authority. And glory be to God forever. Amen.